It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com. Ah yes, incredible Hulk melon body. Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play little dude instead. Aquaman's a hero. Let's see what Spider-Man number one looks like. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and you're live Weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We're going to help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. On the line, he is our intrepid cup reporter. He is, in fact, next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He's Oz. You look kind of badass when I get to go first. <laughs> to my left, he is the backbone, the pillar, the strength of fantastic form, our non-invulnerable brawler, and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Your mic's not on, sir. What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> As for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Sometimes uh, I'm the youngest one in curls. Yeah. I don't know why. This is fantastic for him. Shout out to Jay. He's not here right now, but he will be. You guys know Jay. Well, you don't know him, but you love him anyway. But yeah, he'll be here. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. Why? Because we're going to talk to you about comic book news. And we're going to talk to you about Lando, number one. And we're going to talk to you about whatever else it is that you guys want to talk about. Um, but yeah. And we're going to tell you how it is you can do that, how it is you can get down with Fantastic Form in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you guys, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, Ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's in the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you have to do is give them a call at 
310-538-3198. They will send comic books directly to your door anywhere in the continental, ooh, continental U.S. All you have to do is make sure that you do at least a $10 minimum purchase, and they will make sure that you get comic books right to your door for the low, low flat fee of $5. So give them a call at 310-538-3198. If you prefer trade paperbacks, if you like graphic novels, guess what? Jeffries has those, too. In fact, uh, if you buy three and mention Fantastic Forum, they're going to toss in a fourth one for free. So you can give them a call at 310-538-3198. Indeed. Um, I didn't believe that last one. <laughs> um, yeah, we got a few different ways for you to get down on Fantastic Forum. Uh, first and foremost is the Skype line. Skype's the free internet soft phone. It only takes a few minutes to download if you don't have it already. Uh, you can go ahead, put Fantastic Forum into your contacts, hit the green button, and you will be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Um, yeah, you can do that. And of course, last but definitely not least, we have <laughs> we have the uh, the friggin' All Games chat room. Chat.allgames.com or allgames.com slash chat. We'll take your comments directly out of chat. And bring them into the show Such as Big Man in chat Who said I finished reading Forever Evil It's pretty good uh, You know what I didn't, I didn't dislike Forever Evil It, it was not It was not uh, a bad It was not a bad uh, <laughs> It was not a bad event book ladies and gentlemen Joe has entered the building <laughs> what up Jay uh, well we'll give you a moment sorry how are you sir hey I'm alright you good, good to, glad to have you man look pull, pull, pull that chair forward man I feel like you're like I almost feel like you're in a different room my house isn't that big anyway but for some for somehow you've, you, you've used your your powers of mysticism to make it seem like you're far away like you feel far it's like I know Mo is usually like right up in here, so, and I guess like Mo's already like sitting on the opposite side of the couch that Jay usually sits on. Yeah, and so I guess I can move. You don't have to move. I just don't like. I guess you guys both felt further than I'm used to you guys being. Like you're sitting further than Joe sits, and Joe's sitting further than you sit. And I'm like, am I alone here? I'm alone. But going back to Big Man, <laughs> like. I liked Forever Evil, and 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 uh, it was interesting too because Trinity War, Trinity War, um, <laughs> what's wrong, Jay? You you need what do you need? What do you need, Jay? No, I was just rinsing off my hand. Oh, okay. Um, spill some of my Applejack on it. <laughs> Trinity War went like was the the forerunner of Forever Evil and they like like basically went right from Trinity War into Forever Evil and it was like as far as endings go for an event it was really like different because I'm you know I know personally I wasn't used to the idea of a lot of event books having consequences that go directly into or that begin the next like crossover event and I'm like oh that's different I like that and you know, it felt it made it feel like it was a, a decent payoff for the end of 
I mean, it was basically all one big story. But, you know. I say all this to say, I agree with you, big man. And I think, uh, I don't know, Jay, you didn't read Forever Evil, right? No. You, I think you'd like it. But Oz, didn't you read Forever Evil? Like, that was, you were still reading comic books on a regular basis then, right? Yeah, I liked it. It's good. Yeah. But the ending was a little weaker. It was definitely it would be. yeah. It was definitely weaker, and 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 in comparison to to Trinity War, which set off the events directly. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Big Man says the only downside is that you have to read Justice League beforehand, uh, which sucked balls. Just but the art was good. <laughs> the art the I art was you pretty can good. Get away with it. I think you probably Man. could too. Basic elements is there's an evil Justice League, so as long as you know there's a good Justice League, you're all good. Or evil. Actually, you forever. don't even need to know there's an evil Justice League. Just know, hey, evil Superman, evil Batman, blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. I I think you do benefit from actually having like read Justice League beforehand, but yeah, but that's kind of like saying you benefit from major crossovers if you read the entire New 52. Nah, not the whole New 52. Just Justice League. How would you know Michael Holt was in Earth 2? That's hilarious. I don't think anyone cared about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. But you would benefit. That Maybe so. Maybe so. Oz, were you here when, then, when they mentioned that... Uh, they're going to be bringing Mr. Terrific into uh, into uh, Arrow. I'm sorry, uh, not Arrow. It might be Flash. One of those universes. I guess it counts as I both. I remember the announcement of the casting. I don't remember if you guys talked about it. Oh, okay. I'm usually drunk during the show. That's hilarious. Yeah, he he's going to be in one of those shows or introduced to one of those shows coming up. Uh, but was it was it Michael Holt or wasn't it like didn't they change his name? I don't know if they changed his name or not. I just know that they said Mr. Terrific, but they also said they're gonna make him gay. Which I was like, wow, like I don't know if I'm okay with that. But it's gonna be Isaiah Washington. <laughs> what? I don't know. Are you are you calling Isaiah Washington gay or are you just saying that no, he should be a he said he was in talks to play a superhero. To play somebody, a black superhero on Arrow and then they came up with that so you'd probably be like oh fuck this shit dog (laughs) maybe so maybe so in the parlance (laughs) in the in the the parlance in in the colloquial speech as they say um Tireclaw says what's up Fantastic Forum have you guys seen Pixels I think you guys will like it if you grew up in the 80s playing video games, you guys will enjoy the movie. Don't believe the critics, uh, what the critics say about the movie regarding Adam Sandler. This is not your typical Adam Sandler movie. Uh, I have heard that this is not your typical Adam Sandler movie, but I have also heard that it's, it's much, much worse, which I'm like, man. That's it's r- fine. Grab some popcorn. Now, I was about six drinks into it. When, when I when it started, so that that could help, but it's it's not horrible, it's not great, but if you got nothing to do and you want some popcorn, 
<laughs> and you want to throw away some money? <laughs> Look, we're not, we're not, we're not down in the frozen North Dakota odds where movies are three dollars. And there's nothing else to do, right? We we got options, and it costs twenty six dollars for one movie ticket here. Look, all I got is is bars and one movie theater. Okay, I'm not mad at that. If I was in your position, I would definitely have gone seen it. Did you see it, Jay? I actually got a chance to watch both of them. Both of what? Pixels. The uh, movie and the short film that it was based off of. Oh, okay. I was like, both of them? I was like, damn, they made a sequel that quick? That's amazing. No. no. So, how do you think, what do you think of the original? The original, it was okay. I mean, it was, I mean, really, someone got a new... Uh, VX program and they wanted to play around with it and that's what it looks like someone playing around with their VX and it's not a bad job I mean they did decent okay um you know some of the real stuff does look like it's animated um in a couple of parts but it's like you really have to be into animation and like to notice it like you could easily watch it and not see that gotcha but for some parts and uh i think the movie really expand like expands on that idea mm-hmm. in a good way okay and i mean the movie's actually really funny okay um you know not adam sandler's most energetic performance <laughs> but uh yeah, he's funny. Josh Gad is funny. Kevin James doesn't suck, which I mean, <laughs> is that all you can ask of Kevin James to not suck? <laughs> kind of. It's like, please don't ruin this movie again, Kevin James. He's like, I, I mean, do my best. By the way, Kevin James, president of in that world, America. he's the president. <laughs> America. Look, I'm, see, I left the A off. You have to do that <laughs> if it's Kevin James. Like Kevin James can't be the president of America. Kevin James can only be the president of America. <laughs> and I was like, Kevin James, like, he's a real hit or miss guy. Like, that's true. Like, he's not funny all the time. Right. Like, yeah. it, it, a movie can suck because of him, or a movie can be decent <laughs> despite him. <laughs> well, that's because a lot of his humor is, hey, look, I'm fat and kind of dumb. Yeah, it's very slapsticky. Playing the president, but still kind of being the idiot. It just reminds of us reminds us of a simpler time when the Bush was in office. Oh, <laughs> that's wild. But yeah, I thought I actually thought it was funny visually. It looked great. Um, okay, so you enjoyed it? Yeah. Okay. Like I didn't feel like I wasted my money or time going to see it. That's fair. I did hit the matinee. Right. Well, so that I only mean, makes sense. Right now, now your right. ticket was only twenty three dollars. <laughs> Right, like, I wasn't going to throw money away, like, but, you know, it was actually really fun. It's, um, it, I like the char- the characters I thought were well done. I mean, they're English not... was good, too. He makes a pretty good villain. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Spoiler. Thanks. But, but uh, no, he's Billy Mitchell. You know he's going to be an asshole. That's not a spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah, but we thought the villains were the aliens, not him. They are. Spoiler. And him? He's just a dick. You're a dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just felt like what you would have said. He. 
Okay, I'm done. I'll, I won't do that. I apologize. I won't do that anymore to the audience. <laughs> uh, I will say, uh-huh. if you haven't, check out the short film. Um, How'd you see it? I typed up the guy's name and pixels, and like the first thing I, I think I saw it on Vimeo. Oh, okay. Cool. And it's like less than three minutes. It's like, interesting that you you missed earlier, but Lawrence is having a lot of issues looking for stuff on the. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, us. <laughs> it's big, it's vast. The tubes. Who knows how these tubes work? Um, it's interesting that Peter Dinklage is in that movie. Like, it feels like, like he lost a bet. You yeah, know what I'm I think, I think he really is trying to just put himself out there. Okay, like, like he had fun doing that. I'm just saying, like, he must be really good friends with somebody on that cast or somebody that's an EP or something because it just doesn't seem like the type of project he would associate himself that's with. You never, you, know, you, know, you never saw him before Game of Thrones. No, but dude, he did X-Men. That was after. I know. I said you didn't see him before Game of Thrones. Oh, what did he do before Game of Thrones? Like then? Elf. Elf? I saw him in Elf. Yeah, but that's, like, he does anything. He's a little person actor. They do everything they can because they like re- because they're like movie roles are just given to them and they'll pay all the money unless they're Tim Burton and they just get one little person and replicate them throughout the whole movie. I I and think Dinklage has been doing so many serious roles that I right think he saw this as look I'm gonna like kick back have some fun and gonna have some fun he, just, he can afford to have fun finally I'm like the dude the dude can do whatever. Roles or just about whatever roles he wants. Not like, not according to you. I mean, I don't want him to be Trask, but you see that Look, it didn't, he, it he didn't was ha- fine as Trask. He, uh, nobody in that he, movie was nothing fine. Was, nothing about that movie yeah. was fine about anything. Right? <laughs> like it wasn't. It wasn't fine. It was. It was. He wasn't the worst part of the movie by far. Right. But, but he was. It was. He was. Fine. He was a, a clean peanut in a giant turd. <laughs> I don't. I don't think there is a clean peanut if it's in the turd. But hey, look at that. That's cool. <laughs> it's so funny. I saw an article today where somebody was like, uh, "Hey, internet, calm down, calm down." You get everybody like everybody has this up in arms about this apocalypse and what he looks like. But remember how we all felt. At the beginning of last year, with when they first revealed Quicksilver, and then everybody had to eat crow when the movie came out, and it's like, well, no, I didn't need anything. I was like, when the movie came, I out. was like, the scene was cool, despite the fact that this fool was in a dumb outfit. <laughs> and Brian <laughs> Singer ate a dick when it came out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> at gunpoint, it's like uh, it's just like Quicksilver had a great scene, despite the fact that he didn't act anything like or look anything like Quicksilver. And that's all there no, is. No, he, he acted and a little bit like Quicksilver. Joe, he does not act like Quicksilver in that movie. You, you don't, you don't, Joe. You know what Quicksilver acts like. Yeah, in the elevator, he was Quicksilver. In the elevator. Yeah. Because he was impatient. Right. So, dude, like that's classic Quicksilver. Well, and I'm not trying to just say he he was perfect throughout, but I'm saying give the man his like ten second scene where he was perfect. So ten seconds. In the 15 minutes that he was in the movie, and I'm supposed to be like, oh, well, he had to like quits over for those 10 seconds. I mean, I do. Well, you I, shouldn't do that. I mean, I, I give him, I give people what they're due. Nah. Like, he was great for 10 seconds. No, thanks. Otherwise, he was Bart. 
Right. Impulse. Great impulse. That hopefully DC will take note. <laughs> Warner Brothers will be like, that's our impulse. We got By the way, speaking about um, misuses of characters, I read an article where they were talking about what the original plans for Iron Man were when New Line still had the rights. Uh huh. <clears throat> Apparently, they were going to make Howard Stark uh, turn into a war machine at the end and fight Iron Man. Damn, that would have been so bad. Damn it. It would have been alright. No. Nah, that Iron Man, the first Iron Man movie was just so good the way they did it, ended up doing it. I mean, it's, why is it that they're... I mean, I understand that Iron Man doesn't have great villains. I get that. Right. But why? No, they, I like his villains. He, he doesn't have they're great... They're still not great. Yeah, he doesn't have In great fact, villains. you liking them means they're pretty <laughs> lame. <laughs> that's, that's not nice, Moses. It's I, not untrue. I mean, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it like that. Like he has bad taste. I'm saying he likes quirky, no, kind of lame characters. You can't have. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like, yeah, like exactly. it's a criteria. It's like Joe likes is is definitely off the beaten path with right. his likes. No question. So right, if you're like you know, this is this is the beginning of of like three shows from now, Joe will be trying to compare Iron Man's Rogues Gallery and telling us why it's better than like Batman's. Or Spider Man's <laughs> like I have to understand. I Iron Man's villains have something to them that Spider Man's villains just can't can't get to. No, Spider Man has like some of the best villains. I know. I'm because they're like at least the animal ones. Like those are those are great. <laughs> See what I mean? Word. Well, I mean, Spider Man's supposed to sp- fight animal villains. Why? And I mean, you get the human ones, they're okay sometimes. I mean, it depends on how they use them. But. Word. Yeah. But, but just because Iron Man doesn't have great villains doesn't mean you have to, like, bastardize everything that he does have. Like, you're like, well, there's not he doesn't have a good villain, so let's just make him fight his dad. And we don't even need that black guy, do we? Let the dad have the black guy's suit. <laughs> Like oh, Rhodey no. Well, to be fair, the Rhodey from the first one didn't make it to the second one either. Yeah, that's pretty sad. I feel bad about that for Terrence Howard. Oh, God's gonna bless him. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Um, it's crazy how everybody's like, oh, he took, he fought for everybody to get equal pay, yeah, or to get more money, yeah, but he couldn't do it for. Right, the guy that got him the job. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Big Man's in chat. He says, uh, oh, actually, hold on. Uh, let me go. Stolen stolen Lugboat. Oh, I'm sorry, Lugboat. Stolen Tugboat says Quicksilver's part was quick. Definition of irony. Uh, Big Man says they brought Quicksilver into the movie just to do one scene. He was a special effect. <laughs> you know what? I think you're on point with that, Big Man. Uh, Ty Colossus Quicksilver in Days of Future Past was 10 times faster than the Quicksilver from Age of Ultron. I don't know if that's true, but it might be. He was more impulsive. <laughs> uh, he says that Quicksilver can dodge a bullet. Just saying. Ooh, dang, Tiger Claw. Dang, he's taking the gloves that off. Was, yeah, that, that was kind of. Yeah. Yeah, like Tiger Claw had a good one. He, he made a funny, like Master Splinter. 
uh, friggin' stolen tugboat. That's for for my friggin' octogenarian audiences out there. <laughs> that's for that's for the old folks in the audience. Like, oh, yeah, bloody like that's just butter. Uh, friggin' same uh, people that enjoyed pixels according to Tire Claw. <laughs> stolen tugboat says a uh, quicksilver in Days of Future Past. Uh, oh no, quicksilver was in Days of Future Future just it despite Age of Ultron. So I think he's trying to say that yeah he was in Days of Future Past despite Age of Ultron, which that's probably true, because I do remember them saying that. Did the, they have a Scarlet Witch in there? No, no. But that's the thing where they said they were going to use Scarlet Witch and and Quicksilver, and yeah, they, and they were going to use a different character in Days of Future Past for those scenes, mm. and they decided to switch it to Quicksilver. Um, and let's see. Uh, it's interesting because uh, what I was going to say, actually, when we were talking about uh, Pixels, is that Pixels, uh, like going back to our conversation we were having last week, Pixels did end up beating Minions, the Minion movie, yeah. in theaters. And, yeah, and Minions has and been out for like two months or something. I thought the Minion movie came out last week, too. But no, no, it's no, been I out for a while. Oh, Okay, but then why why are we why are we even having that discussion then? Because Ant Man didn't beat him. Ant Man did it beat minions. Ant Man beat everything. Ant Man came in number one second week in a row. So yeah, but I know didn't we were... Pixels beat it. No, Pixels did not beat it. Pixels was beating it, and then Word of Mouth got out. <laughs> like no, nah, I mean don't get me wrong, Ant Man inched it out, but still. Ant Man beat it, and crawled its way up. And I guess one. that I know that was the conversation we were having. And like, can can I guess uh, Ant Man stand up to Pixels? And it turns out it can. So yeah, um, I'm looking into chat, and I also see that Kazan is saying Superman Year One is on sale for less than eight bucks. If anyone is interested, thanks for that tip, Kazan. Superman Mo deal. <laughs> there we go. Um, Big Man says uh, Superman Year One was great until they revealed that lame ass villain. I like Superman Year One. So, but yeah, I would say if you can get a deal on it, you should definitely read it. Um, but yeah, so that's good stuff. Yeah, Ant Man was number one with uh, Tyler Claw put into chat twenty four. Thousand nine hundred and or twenty four million nine hundred and nine thousand, etc., etc. Pixels was at twenty four million and eleven thousand. And Stolen Tugboat says Ant Man was good. I agree. It's interesting though because there are a lot of people. That's Alphonse. Oh, cool! What up, Alphonse? Yeah, I remember. He's the he's our photographer during WonderCon. Indeed. He's, For look, those of you listening, why is he a stolen tugboat? <laughs> I don't know. That's, That's right. his name. It makes sense. <laughs> don't wear it out. Don't wear it out. Um, you know the Ant Man, like the Ant Man uh, sentiment is definitely mixed, which is interesting because I'm just like, I think people just don't like Ant Man. Like well, they just feel like he's a less interesting hero than everybody else. Because it's not like. They can be like, I mean, there's no good reason to dislike the Ant-Man movie. Right. Unless you're me. Well, what, what's the what's the reason you I dislike it? I talked about it last week. 
Okay, we'll refresh for those that may not have listened last they, week. They did Yellow Jacket wrong. Gotcha. But, okay. Didn't you not see it last week? Yeah, I still haven't seen it. <laughs> okay, just checking. They still did it wrong. I mean, it's definitely, like, it's definitely different. But it's not that much different than, like, say, what they did in Iron Man 1 by making friggin... I mean, they made the dude, like, he's supposed to be Ironmonger. Mm-hmm. And they kind of make him Ironmonger, but they kind of don't. They kind of make him... Yeah, but... And the same thing they did in Iron it's Man? It's not like they said, oh, let's make Tony Stark Iron Patriot. Like, Yellow Jacket is Ant-Man in right. a different personality or right. different, like... Right. Hank Pym. Right. It's a fractured part of Hank Pym's personality. Right. And that's what makes it interesting. Right. No, I agree with you. Now, but also, too, what I will say is I feel like you don't necessarily shut the door on that villain based on what happens in the Ant-Man movie. Hey, hey, hey. Who the fuck you think you're talking to? I shut doors on people's feet. Because <laughs> I don't give a fuck like that. I'm saying, like, you can have the Hank Pym Yellow Jacket story. I'm shutting that door. Despite the fact. The We're not way. using Sam anymore, so we don't have that closing door button. <laughs> but if <laughs> there was, you would hear... <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I'm closing the door. The same way how, like, in Iron Man 3, it's not like you can't have a Mandarin, a proper Mandarin, just because of what happens in Iron Man 3. Yeah, but... But I do, I do, like, I think but a lot look, of look, they probably only had, they're only going to have a proper Mandarin because people backlashed. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. But nobody's backlashing about Yellow Jacket. Well, yeah, because they don't know. Exactly. That's the problem. They don't know. Yeah. They Ignorance is bliss. Right. I but said it before and I say it again. I wish I never loved comics. <laughs> that makes it all the more interesting why people are like kind of on the fence with it. Because it's like, what is it exactly about Ant-Man that is like making people not like it? Because it's like, it's. I, I mean, I feel like it's a fun movie like Guardians was. No one knew who those characters were or what they do. And it's like, I mean, honestly, Ant-Man is visually more interesting, I think, than Guardians was. Despite the fact you had a tree and a raccoon with a gun in it, or a talking tree, I actually like Guardians a little less now too. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, because I read Thanos Imperative. Oh, did you really? Yeah, it's a good book, huh? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I love Thanos Imperative. But yeah, and so I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what it is about. Like, I just think people are just like Ant Man. That's where we draw the line. Like, that might be a little too dumb for us, man. That tur- that could turn to the size Whoa. of an ant. That the I don't know maybe maybe I don't watch enough TV, but it didn't feel like there was enough promotion behind it either. Like compared to like Winter Soldier. I mean, I don't know. I'm I, I don't know if that's true. It's hard for yeah, me. Yeah, like say. I said, I'm I don't watch as much TV. Yeah, with commercials. Right. But yeah, it just didn't didn't seem like there was like or even Thor like the billboards like I saw Thor billboards in the ghetto right you know and usually they're not like ghetto people or people that live in the ghetto rather Mm -hmm. are not really like their demographic because they perceive them as not spending enough money (laughs) Mm -hmm. or at least it was at one point right 
I will say some of the Ant-Man posters were unimpressive. Okay. Like in what sense? Well, like basically the ones where the white backdrop and then it says Ant-Man and then if you like go up like three inches from it, you can see him like tiny. All tiny. Yeah. That's, it's not an eye grabber. Like Mm. it definitely, like you could look at that thing and not even know he's in it. I hear you. Which is. It defeats the purpose because he's too small. Right. As opposed to the ones where, you know, you see him riding the ant and like the other ants behind him. Like that's a visually more interesting poster, but it's not the one that was widespread. I didn't even see that one. I know that they also had posters, and I know that uh, I had, like, people that mentioned it to me, where, you know, you have Ant-Man, like, on Tony Stark's shoulder, and it's like, so it says Ant-Man, and it has, like, Iron Man, and, like, half the, like, you see half of his face and his shoulder, Mm -hmm. and he's, like, standing on his shoulder small, and I know people were like, I think think they did that for, for Iron Man and for Captain America, and they were like, are they in the movie? And, you know, I know, just because I know, I'm mm-hmm. like, well, no, they're not going to be in the movie. And they're, they, they're like, well, why are you show them on the poster then? And it's like, well. Yeah, that was a bad idea. But it's like, well, th- he's small on the, sh- the shoulder right. of the Avengers. Like, Avenger. It's not like the poster. Like, they're not even fully on the poster. Like, it's like, it's just their shoulder. <laughs> so, on the shoulder of James. I mean, sure, if you want to get all literary on it. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just more the idea that. He's a small guy, like and he's in the middle of the poster. Like the poster is about him. It's just like right. showing him small, and so you so you know that it's Iron Man. <laughs> they kind of show a little bit of his face, you know. But I, yeah, like, but that's not good. It's not a good promotional poster. I guess not because it made some people angry. Speaking of, you know what? One thing that we did I didn't say mention last week about the Ant Man movie. No. But it actually made Captain America the Winter Soldier a better movie to me. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. Why so? Because uh the Falcon's costume uh-huh. in Ant Man uh-huh. was like closer to the original. Like this actually looks yeah. good now. Oh yeah, no, which, it does look better. It which yeah, it's like easy to take a bad looking costume like as generic before like the beforehand. If you know they're gonna fix it, mm-hmm. so now that I know they fixed it, I don't mind it in the movie <laughs> in Captain America. That's funny. Yeah, the first was just a prototype. Well, it was the military version. Yeah, that was a great scene. Like the the scene, and you know, going into spoilers here a little bit for those that you've probably seen it by now. But in the case, in case you haven't, going into spoilers here a little bit, the the whole scene with them going into that old shield facility and it ending up being like the new the new avenger headquarters is awesome like that whole sequence like you know and dude spoilers yeah that's that's why i said spoiler uh, i missed that part <laughs> yeah i wasn't listening so i just like the the little stuff like when <laughs> Pam is explaining is explaining hey so you know if, if we don't stop this guy He's going to destroy the world. And first thing Scott Lang says is, okay, so let's call the Avengers. Right. Right. And which is the right response. Right. Well, that's what that's what any right-thinking American would say. Right. And then for them to give a reasonable explanation why you wouldn't call the Avengers makes the movie the better. So, 
Yeah. Oh, you won't spoil that? No. He says, fuck those guys. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Um, uh, Big Man says, Ant-Man's success is a testament to the strength of Marvel's movies. I would agree with that. Like, I think Ant-Man definitely wrote on the brand. Like, don't get me wrong. I'll take a bad Marvel movie over a DC movie at this point. <laughs> I Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I think the only movie... The only comic book movie that I can think of that I might even slightly enjoy as much as any of the Marvel movies might be Deadpool. And that's just based on what I've seen so far. That still has the opportunity to, like, mess up. I don't think it will, but... Isn't that a Marvel movie? Bro, well, Deadpool's Marvel a Fox Studios. movie. Oh, right, right. Yeah. It's funny. I saw a meme, and they were like, Colossus gets more screen time in the Deadpool trailer than he did in all of the X-Men movies. <laughs> I was like, that's hilarious. I'm like, Isn't yeah. it backed by Marvel this time? No. Is the Deadpool movie backed by Marvel? Yeah, like like Fantastic Four is a Fox movie or Sony movie or whatever, but it's got Marvel Studios behind it now. No. Mm, not that I know of. I don't mean it's a Fox movie and Fox and Marvel don't have any kind of agreement. Like I mean other than of course the licensing deal from back in the day, but it's not like how you know they're teaming with, with like how Sony is teamed with Marvel to make the Spider-Man movies like nothing like that if that's what you mean I, I think it's just the guys that make Deadpool like give a damn what the character's like in the comic yeah I mean shoot anybody that writes Negasonic Teenage Warhead into a joint obviously is a comic book fan it's like there's no reason to know who that person is otherwise so go ahead Moses you can speak Oh no! <laughs> I'm like Moses. Looks like he's raising his hand in here. Moses, you uh, you also have something to add? Go my on. finger no. is swollen. Can you see that? <laughs> oh, oh, is that what you think? No, for real. Is that what you think? Look. Oh dang, Joe, you gonna take that? Yeah, this swollen. Sla- smack him. Uh, you know, Moses is flicking us off. No, I have. <laughs> like you gotta be more gentle with that entry, man. It's, wow, it's a hair uh, splinter under my skin. Oh, I hear those are bad. Yeah, I I have the worst. <laughs> I hear those are really bad. Like I hear barbers can like really mess themselves up with those. Yeah, yeah I, maybe I you need to wear gloves. Yeah, but the thing is, if you wear gloves, you'll never be immune to them. Oh, you build, have to build a tolerance. Yeah, like uh, your skin becomes less, like a little more callous. Yeah. Okay. So, I, but I think I'm gonna wear gloves anyway. Wear. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. So I think it's it's about time for us to go ahead and we're going to take a, a break. And uh, we'll come back. We're going to talk, I think, a little bit of Lando. Um, damn it. What do you guys, uh, what do you guys want to hear going out? Uh-oh, silence. Anybody have any suggestions as far as some good music before we get out of here? Do Slayer... South of Heaven. Oh, please don't play Slayer. Oh, wow. Okay. Strong strong opinions from the J. What's wrong with Slayer? They're racist. Oh, they are they blacks? No, oh. that's not true. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Why do you why do you say ha- Slayer hates black people? Yeah, why do you say that? Um, did they like lynch a guy? Or did they just like call us all out of our names like Hulk Hogan? 
play play yeah, non point they did skin. Well, they did. There, there, there are interviews with them where they talk about how racist they are. Really? Mm-hmm. Moses Wireslayer saying racist stuff? They're not. People. He thinks they are because white supremacists love their song, Angel of Death. Oh, okay. And that's why he thinks that. Oh. But as far as them being racist, I mean, the drummer was Mexican, the singer's Native American, and the two guitarists <laughs> are white that grew up in Huntington Park. Well, Joe, can they be racist if they're Native American and Mexican? Or do they just all, like, I think they all hate black people together, but that would seem weird, right? Dude, there are so many Mexicans that hate blacks, it's ridiculous. No, I understand that. Like, but what about Native Americans? Especially in Huntington Park. <laughs> <laughs> and Native Americans kind of hate everybody. Oh. I love it. Like, if you put in... Slayer racist band in Google. There's like, there's like the first thing that comes up. It says Slayer racist or not. <laughs> like, I guess, I guess the internet's even out. They're like, I don't know. Well, like, it, because <laughs> the the song Angel of Death is like a white supremacist anthem. Like they, yeah, but just because white supremacists adopt right. it doesn't mean that the band is. It's like the song is about Doctor Mangala, but it's like so, telling that part of history. Yeah, you know. And on top of that, like, the singer's Christian. <laughs> well, I mean, you could be Christian and racist. No, no, I'm not saying that. Oh. I'm just saying, like... <laughs> I mean, the, 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 I, I'm, their, not, I'm not racist. I'm their Christian lyrical content is an act and a performance art, you know? The Wait, so you're saying, like, they act racist? No, I'm just saying, like, even, oh. like, their demonic imagery uh-huh. is theatrics. So it's not even, like, their point of view on you know religion isn't even like set in stone compared to what they live their life like so they're hypocrites is what I'm hearing so look they're performers let me let me re-research Slayer and their <laughs> racism until then can we not play them play Breaking Skin by a band called I mean, Nonpoint go ahead not play Slayer <laughs> okay it's like I guess look we, we'll, the, the, their, when you look at the cover of their album it looks like Spider-Man 3 Breaking Skin by Nonpoint what's the is the song is the song about Spider-Man no it's just I found them because their album cover looked like the Spider-Man 3 soundtrack I don't think that's a good reason for, we, for us to play it <laughs> like yeah, no, I mean, Spider-Man 3 is okay. No, you're playing it because it's good. I'm just telling you how I found it. Oh, okay. Don't be racist. All right, this Fantastic Forum.
and bitch With graveyard shifting Biting and barking Fueling and sparking That fire Welcome back to Fantastic Forum, only on allgames.com. Uh, we are back. And what we're going to do now is we're going to jump into our comic spotlight. And today we are talking about Lando, number one. Uh, you want to you wanna tell the people what Lando's about, nah, Moses? you go for it. Okay. So uh, Lando, number one, is basically one of the next books in the Star Wars line. And it's about Lando Calrissian, who, for those of you that may not necessarily be Star Wars aficionados, he is a uh, quote-unquote friend of Han Solo. Uh-oh, what? I was just going to ask when it takes place. Oh. I was going to wait until an appropriate moment. No problem. I will tell you. It, um... You know what? I... I honestly you read it right I did read it but I don't know that they they necessarily tell you exactly when it takes place it's like it kind of has a feel like it takes place before um I mean it has to be before well it doesn't have to be before episode one but it I mean episode one I'm sorry it doesn't have to be before uh a new hope but it's definitely before empire yeah and so I think it's in between the two it, you or know, during see and that's the thing hope. it doesn't tell you exactly so it could yeah it could be during a new hope based on issue one or it could be before a new hope and you know but it doesn't it's just no definitely. because doesn't he steal that ship steal what ship the one that was the emperor's what he doesn't steal the he doesn't steal the emperor's ship in oh, any okay. of the movies wait never mind I think I I think um, you guys talking reminded me of something, so I think I know when it takes place. Oh, when does well, it take why place? Why don't you tell us then, Joe? Oh, I think it <laughs> takes place before New Hope and Empire, and I guess at the end of it, he's supposed to be, is supposed to lead into when he owns Cloud City, or when he like becomes a god of God Mare something <laughs> with Cloud City. <laughs> So it's like, I think what I heard was it's supposed to end when he becomes in charge of Cloud City. Okay, and and I believe that that will be when it would end, but but we don't know. That still doesn't answer when this is this first issue is. It's before Cloud City. Well, that's what I said. Yeah, before Empire Strikes Back. Uh Oh, that me? Sorry. Wait, I don't know. Oh Lord! I don't know why that just came up. That's crazy. Um, yeah, but yeah, so we we can all agree it's before Empire Strikes Back because he's not the the leader of Cloud City or the you know like yeah whatever it is leader mayor god <laughs> of Cloud City uh, at this point. Um, but they don't really specify when when it is because it just kind of tells you where they are but it doesn't say when exactly and you know so like other the other star wars books do usually give you a little bit of like well the dark horse books used to tell you like the exact date that's true the dark horse books like to put everything along the the extended universe timeline mm-hmm. now of course 
with the Lucas or the Star Wars acquisition of from Disney, they're like all that stuff doesn't really impact anything. Right. So all like all the other Star Wars books clearly take place either after Star Wars or actually I think they're, they're all I think all of them at this point take place no no that's not true not all of them but a lot of them take place before like either after Star Wars some of them I think one of them might be a little bit before the original like episode 4 but this is this is somewhere it's probably before episode 4 but who knows because we just know it's before Empire Strikes Back um and it's the story of Lando and his his friend and and like partner Lobot, which you know you would know from the movie as that guy with the thing on his head, the reverse um, Jordy McF- <laughs> <laughs> the, Jordy McFly, no Jordy LaForge, Jordy LaForge, yeah. <laughs> reverse Jordy LaForge. That's funny. It's like he's white and he can see. And has no hair, <laughs> and the little visors in the back of the his head. <laughs> That's the reverse. He's like he's like Bizarro Jordy he, LaForge. He's white, bald, <laughs> can see, and the mechanical thing is behind his head. Yeah, yeah. That's how I always saw him when I was a kid. It's interesting that you know because you know, well. Let me mention this too. The book is is done by uh, it's written by Charles Sewell. It's uh, the art is by friggin' Believe. Um, and the team, I mean, that team up is amazing because they're both great at what they do. And from page one, I was like, damn it, I'm into this book. Like, because <laughs> even just the way that Lando looks, I was like, damn, like they got this fool spot on. Like, he looks like a cool ass young Billy D. Williams in space. And I'm like, and it's not even like, you know, I don't know. I, I don't feel like, I mean, Lando has a lot of the characteristics of Billy D. Williams, but he's not like Billy D. Williams in space in the same way like some other characters. Like, I mean, Billy D. Williams will do roles, and it's like, okay, this is just Billy D. Williams with a different name. I feel like Lando's a different guy because yeah. I don't know, maybe he was trying harder back in the day. But I feel like it's Lando on the page, like from the screen, pulled from the screen onto the page, and right. that's pretty cool. Jay. No, it was funny when he was Harvey Dent. Yeah, you're right, right. It was just like, what? Right. It was like, this fool's not going to be Two-Face. That's what I know. <laughs> like, that joint's just not going to happen. And when Two-Face came out, nobody complained that they race-swapped him. No, nor should they. Like, Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Two-Face? No, he wasn't Two-Face. He was Harvey Dent in the original Batman. Look, Oz is going in his memory bank like, what? He doesn't remember. Nah, oh, I, he, sound, he sounds like he's a two-faced kind of guy. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And he would have been a terrible two-faced. Like, I love Billy D. Williams, but he would have been a bad, bad two-faced. Like, I, don't, I can't even imagine Billy D. Williams. Like, he barely pulls off one character, <laughs> let alone two. <laughs> but, you know, but in this book, it totally feels like they're nailing the essence of Lando Calrissian, and it's like him being his like. I mean, it, it's funny because Moses and I was talking. We're talking about this earlier, where you know Lando as a character in the Star Wars universe, he's he's a rogue. 
like how Han Solo is a rogue, but completely different. <laughs> like, Wait, hold on. So in Batman Three, did the acid hit the part of his face and made it white? No, they changed the, the other- character. They rate they cha- they changed the actor. Yeah. All you around. know what would have been funny is if the acid would have hit him and half his face is Billy Dee Williams and the other half is the other guy. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Oh look, Tommy Lee Jones would have to been the messed up part. Because <laughs> Billy Dee Williams. However you want to do. Oh, because black don't crack. I see. Not so much black don't crack as much as Billy Dee Williams doesn't look like a monster. <laughs> and Tom Lee Jones I'm not saying Tom Lee Jones does But definitely more so than Billy D. Williams <laughs> You know Tom Lee okay, Jones I just had questions Continue Yeah But uh, Yeah So uh, But yeah They're both rogues But in really different ways Like you know Han, Han Solo is definitely a bit less uh, uh, Less sly and And calculated And friggin Lando is a lot more like suave and you know if he, he feels like like Lando like while they're they'll both try to get over on you it feels like Lando is going to try to con you more than Han Solo will Han Solo might just hold you up yeah <laughs> you know La- Lando you won't realize you got robbed until you get home <laughs> and you're like damn it where where, where are, are my, my pennies where are my credits <laughs> it's like so it's interesting that 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 difference and how you definitely get um you definitely get that sense of him in this in this comic because Lando is definitely like in his like suave kind of con man type mode in this joint and it's cool that they're they're able to to like bring that forward in even just one issue uh mo what'd you think of the art in this book um i like the cover <laughs> that's fair some panels like leave sometimes he's like really on yeah and sometimes he just like does a quick over that's but true. he does his quick overs are good in the sense that your brain fills in the rest of it that's you true, know true. Mm-hmm. but for i guess lando's features the quick over doesn't work because then he just looks like Milo Ventimiglia from Heroes. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, what? In the uh, middle panel. He looks... That's hilarious. Because you can't really see his mustache. He can't... Or his... Like, his jaw's different. Like, uh, that is funny. He does kind of look like friggin' the dude from Heroes. Like, what's the boy's name? Milo Ventimiglia. What's the character's name? Peter, Peter Dinklage? Yes. No, it's not Peter Dinklage. Peter Quill? No, that's a different Peter as well. Petrelli? Yeah, Petrelli. There you go. I don't think it looks like him. But he doesn't look very Lando right there, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But but at the same time, though, like, you're, you're right. Like, the quick one, that makes him look less Lando there. But in the ones where he takes his time, he does look like Lando. Yeah, like the cover. <laughs> like the cover, I was like, man, are they paying, you know... Billy D. Williams a likeness, like <laughs> I never really thought of that in any other Star Wars book, but in this one I'm like, man, that's like him. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because I think that in every Star Wars book, except for when they draw friggin' Luke, Luke? Skywalker, yeah. yeah, like Luke is. I don't know what it is about 
friggin' that fool's face that makes it like so hard to get right in 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 the comic form because I mean they've been making Star Wars comics for since Star Wars came out and I feel like they've never really nailed it like it doesn't it doesn't always look like him yeah the ones I read did but I didn't read as many as you did oh okay yeah but I read the one where he slapped Leia damn that does he looked like him then that does (laughs) doesn't seem like Luke at all well they were undercover I don't think that makes it okay he had to to not blow their cover. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. So. Uh. What else? Wh- or how? What else were highlights or lowlights about the art, Mo? I love that like conversation he's having with the chick right at the opening scene. Yeah. Like that. It really nails like a Lando vibe, mm-hmm. and goes to what you were saying, where he's like, he's conning you just by talking to you, right. you know, like that suave that you only get from drinking Coke Forty Five. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what it is. But yeah, it it it, and the- that's what Billy D brought to Lando, right? I think that's his stamp as. Billy Deism. No, I I agree with you one hundred percent. Where it's like, like to the point where you know, and they were talking about this in chat where you know they're gonna make some of these uh, these like uh, spinoff movies. Yeah. They're gonna make a young Han Solo movie, and are why- they gonna use Harrison Ford and like de-age him? Let's hope not. <laughs> That'd be a bad idea, right? For a whole movie, well, I don't see why. Because no, it's like I mean no. It worked in Tron. They do it to singers all the time. It see you guys are acting. I don't know what that means. They do it to singers all the time. I don't well, know what that means. a lot of their performances, like if you watch it on TV, they airbrush the shit out of them, like in yeah. that delay, so that they don't look as terrible and freakish as they actually appear to the audience. But then that's like three minutes or five minutes at a time, right? No, that's like whole concerts. Look like they did thirty years ago. Yeah, I don't. But they make them look like they look ten years ago. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I, I just think if you're gonna have a whole movie, it's like you have to have. You need a young Han Solo. You just need to get a young person. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, there's no one that could pull off Billy D. Williams. That was what I was gonna say. I'm like, I don't know. You're gonna those movies probably have a young Lando Calrissian in it, and I don't know. Like, you not need one to get actor. Billy D. Williams and the <laughs> Well, Me- Method Man can do it. Like with Harrison Ford, <laughs> Method Man is the new Lando. You yeah. can find a with Harrison Ford. You can find a replacement. Yeah, like you can't do that for Billy D. Williams. Jensen Ackles. That's the new. But that guy's old now. It, like he's younger than friggin' what's Harrison. Yeah, I'll take him. He's actually really good. I mean. That's the guy. Oh, he's good enough. I mean, there might be another young. I like him in My Bloody Valentine. There might be another young, like a known actor that can pull it off for both one for Harris. I mean, for Han Solo and one for Billy D. Williams or Lando Calrissian. But we don't know who they are. <laughs> I'm cool. pretty sure the only people that could pull out Billy D. Williams are old. Like 
as old as he is. <laughs> it's like it's a suaveness that's left us as like it's a suaveness that'll still like slap a woman. We don't have like, Samuel. What? I think what? Samuel L. Jackson could probably do a good Lando impression if he wanted to. Uh but he's too old to be young Lando. Yeah, no, no question on that. But I don't but know. But there are not a lot of other people who I think could do it. I big, mean, big man in chat. What about whoever played Black Dynamite? Denzel Washington could do it poorly. But That's even funny. then, it was like he's old. Like it's really just old people that can do. Black Dynamite is what you call it, right? Michael Jai White. Yeah. He's, he, he's such a hit and miss actor. He is, and 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 he's like, I mean, I, I would say, old I, too. I would say, right? I like Michael Jai White and Jensen Ackles might be <laughs> they, the two of them together. If Michael might be able to make it work, but you can't. Michael Jai White has to lose weight. Do a midlife crisis. Oh, he can lose weight. Like he, like, he Michael lose. Jai White. Yeah, that's an actor. Is thing. he? Yeah, like he. I don't know. As big as he needs to be for his role. I bet. I don't. Like, I've never seen. Slim. Have you ever seen Michael Jai White small? I've never seen him small. He was small in Spawn. What? <laughs> no. That fool was. I mean, I'm not saying that he was as big as he is now, but he wasn't small. That fool, like, he was definitely bigger than everybody else in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> like, the only, the only person that he might not rival is the Game of Thrones chick. <laughs> That's the only one, and yeah, and she's like a beast. She's she's how tall is that chick? Oh, is it that night chick? Yeah, Game of Thrones. I don't know. Which chick? The one that plays the one that's the the knight. Oh, she's in it. She's oh, in the shit. new Star Wars. Yeah, man, she's one of my favorites. <laughs> like she she looked beautiful at Comic Con. Like she her she, character. Wait, is her character beautiful? No. Not okay. not in the Star Wars joint, I don't think. No, in the Game of Thrones. No, no. Okay, well, good. You, you don't know who we're talking about? You know who we're talking about, right? He hasn't seen her yet. I, I don't watch the show yet. I don't have oh, HBO now. Oh, right, right. But if it's the night that I'm thinking of, yeah. she's not supposed to be no, attractive. Not, no, she's, she's not. not. Like, they just call her the beauty. Right. Yeah. What's, uh, to uh, make fun of her. Right. Bre- Bretha Tarn, or what is it? What's her name? Brilliant. She gets killed by... Whoa, 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 whoa. What the hey, hell, Joe? Spoilers. What are you doing? Game of Thrones spoilers? Really? Damn, you're such a bitch. <laughs> it's that Applejack, man. Yeah, man. This fool's on that popcorn. <laughs> Actually, bootleg Applejack. <laughs> uh, I'm seeing... I'm going into chat real quick. I see um, Big Man says Will Smith could play, could pull off a young Lando. Um, Will another S- old guy. Will, I'm like Will Smith is older than all those people we mentioned, right? <laughs> like I mean, like geez. Um Heck says Will Smith is too old now, isn't he? Um, and let's see, SG says Cat Williams. That's hilarious. <laughs> little, little little pimp Lando. Little I actually do want to see him in Star Wars, dude. Like he could be the little rat from <laughs> Jabba's palace. Wait, Cat Williams as a Jawa? That would be hilarious. <laughs> We need our own skit show. Cat Williams is an Ewok. Oh, damn, a little As pimp. a droid. Little pit. Oh, dude, I love it. Damn it. A protocol droid. Well, look, I know what I'll be doing at change.org tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I will be making sure that Cat Williams gets in this joint. 
Uh, SG says Michael B. Jordan. Um, no. I was gonna say that, Dude, but I didn't want. Michael B. I didn't want to sound gay. Why is it? <laughs> why is that gay? Because wasn't didn't like Andrew Garfield talk about how much he wanted to suck his cock or something? No, Andrew Garfield said it would be funny if he was a gay Mary Jane. Oh right, that sounds like he wants to suck his cock because it's, it's MJ, right? Um, uh, stolen tugboat says Black Dynamite was amazing. That's true. Uh, Tyre Claw says Mary Young. How about Anthony Mackie as Lando? Anthony Mackie might be able to do it. I'm saying Method Man. I hear you saying Method Man. I, look, we're gonna have to see that movie so that we can see Method Man's acting chops in this day and age. What about the guy that plays Theon Greyjoy? As Lando Calrissian? Yeah, what? he's got kind of that swagger. White Lando? <laughs> Why not? Because there's only like six black people in the universe and like five of them are evil. And Lando is like... The or anti- pilots. Like, <laughs> right, right. And Lando's like an anti-hero at that. Like his fool's not even all the way good. His fool, like, Whatever. Apparently race doesn't matter anymore, so... <laughs> and he, he sounds sad that it doesn't matter anymore. Matters to me. <laughs> it matters to me. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. You and Slayer. And that's, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, it's too funny. Um, but yeah. So I don't know. But going back to Lando the comic, it's fantastic. I really liked it a lot. I can't wait to read issue two. I didn't think I would like it this much, honestly. Because, I mean, I was going to read it because it's another one of the Star Wars books. Um, but up until this point, you know, there was no reason for me to believe. And, and I think it's also, too, because I wasn't, I, I don't, didn't remember what the team was that was doing the book. When I saw on the cover Sewell Maliv, I was like, damn. Like, right, I, you're a huge Sewell fan. I'm a Sewell and a Maliv fan. I like them both. Not Dana and Maliv? Yeah. This guy, where's where has he been all show, all review? Apparently, he only listens when somebody mentions Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you heard, but they said that uh, friggin' Lando is a racist. He hates white people. I don't know if you heard. It's like this is the last review we'll be doing of any books with him in it. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, yeah, Alex Maliv. I mean, it. Uh, but knowing the team, I that immediately got me excited to read it, and then I was like reading it and I'm like man this is like it's gold it's, it's great like it's everything that you like about uh, Lando Calrissian it's it's steeped in the Star Wars universe and it's lore mm-hmm. you know because it doesn't even though it's a it's a story of define l- steeped in the sense that it is like there's a, a lot of different aspects of the Star Wars universe that get brought into the story name three uh, Lobot which you know Lobot didn't have to be in this book, but that, he is, and we get some of his character, which is like, it's funny. Like I know, I know people that they feel like Lobot is the the watershed character to know if you're like a real Star Wars fan or not. Like, if you know who Lobot is, <laughs> that's like how you know that you're like a Star Wars fan because it's just like it's random. But I I don't agree with that because I think it's too a little too arcane. But, you know. Oh, I was just going to say, that means I'm not a fan. Right, no. That's I, much less pressure on me. <laughs> no, I don't. I disagree. Because I feel like you can watch those movies and not, like, there's no reason to know who. Because he doesn't get named in the movies. 
he's in the credits, but who's watching the credits to see? Like, even if you go to the credits, it's like you don't know unless you know who the actor is. There's no way for you to put that face with that name because it just says Lobot. <laughs> and so you're like, I, which one was Lobot? I don't know. No one said Lobot in the whole movie. <laughs> you know? So, you know, I think it's a tough test. But, you know, some of us know who he is. He had an action figure. So, <laughs> you know, but because back then they made all this action figures. So there's Lobot. Um, there's friggin' uh, a number of different types of aliens that you would recognize from the Star Wars universe. Uh, and there's also, well, I don't, this is getting a little bit into spoiler territory, but there's a, a particular character that gets invoked um, towards the end of the book. And so, you know, it's like Lando is doing his Lando thing in conniving and stealing and all that kind of stuff. And it brings, it brings uh, him to the attention of a certain character that is an, an, an integral part of the Star Wars universe. So, Jabba the Hutt. Are you really not saying his name? I was. Why should I? I don't want to spoil the comic. It's the end of the book. Uh, whatever. It's Jabba the Hutt. It's the end of the book. Whatever. Why you got? Why you want to spoil everything? Yeah. You know. It's like yeah. Freaking Joe. Yeah. This fool. Look, I would call him Spoiler, but he'd like that name. Dude, that'd be awesome. Right, that's why I won't like, call you the that. The male spoiler? <laughs> that's why I won't call you that. That's, yeah, that's why I'm not calling you that. We're going to call you... Like, you'd be the female one. <laughs> Who are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. But yeah, it's a good book. I liked it a lot. I uh, All in all, I'd probably give it uh, probably like four out of five. I liked it a lot. What about you, Mo? Yeah, I, w- I would give it a four out of five easily. And it, it also, beyond that, it, it's one of the... St- Star Wars Marvel books that it's like I want to keep reading like Darth Vader and stuff I got just because I want the Darth Vader white cover you know got you and I did get the Lando white cover mm-hmm. just for that and then when I read it I'm like man I want to keep reading this yeah even though I mean I like Darth Vader I think it's a no, great it's book good, too but but, it, but but Lando is a different kind of book and I want to keep reading it for a different reason like I right. feel like Vader Vader is not nece- even though it's good, is not necessarily treading any territory that we haven't seen before. So right. so far, right? But it's still a great book. And it- Lando has always been a character that interests me that I wanted yeah. to see more of and know more of. Right, and you don't get a lot of Lando. And I'm not reading any books without pictures. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, that's the thing. I I was huge into the Star Wars expanded universe, so mm-hmm. I have like a lot of Lando. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, a lot like, of Lando. Yeah, like I know how he, like I know all about the whole thing with the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like about his extra mining projects after the whole Cloud City thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I just all that stuff doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, no, no I'm joking. I don't know. No, I mean, it's, it's true. Like, well, I mean, the Disney Lily. said, "Fuck everything you read." <laughs> like, so all your all the shit you love, fuck it. Yeah. Like, we're doing new shit now. Does that include these books? Yeah, these books are new shit. Yeah, they they work. They they work inside the whole thing. Um, yeah. So, cool. Hey, Joe, you, I know you got to skim it or whatnot. You want to no, get No, I read most of it until I got, well, I got involved with the show. <laughs> like, See how he said it, like... It was a nuisance. He's like, I was reading, and then this show interrupted me. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it just goes to show you how uninvolved in the uninvested in the book I was. Oh, jeez, Joe. Um, you know what? You know what? Okay, fine, Joe. We see how it is. You know, I mean, like, see how he ins- how he insults Lando the comic and in Fantastic Form all in one fell swoop. You see this? No more, no more Applejack for you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Dude, I love Applejack. Mm-mm, no more, no more. Not spoiler. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't compelling. I get what they're doing. It's a heist comic set in the Star Wars universe, I guess. Whatever. It's not that good. Damn. Um. Okay. Yeah, a lot of the art isn't good. I'm. I w- that's why I was shocked to hear it was Malieve. Like, I love Malieve. Like his work is amazing. I would agree. In the one book I read. Oh well, I think in this book too. Yeah, it's not great in this book. Ooh, that's fair. Which is why I was shocked to be like, you, you said Malieve. I'm like, wait a minute. Malief does good work. He does. Like, I don't know. I thought, I think he kind of phoned some of this in. Man. The well, cover. yeah. That's what I was kind of saying, where it's like when he does half-ass stuff, right. it still looks good. Like Scarlet, he did a lot of that, like the scratching, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it still looked good. I, I, I no, Scarlet, I love the art in Scarlet. I yeah. love the Spider-Woman art. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, he killed it in Daredevil, too. Yeah. and But here, but this it's is like... like and yeah, that one picture you pointed out earlier, yeah. it's like this is not good Malieve work. But uh Like you can try to blame it on the colorist, but oh. that nah. only gets you so far. You nah. can you can't blame this face on the colorist. Right. <laughs> and actually I kinda like the colorist, like Yeah, the colors are good. When uh when Malieve like I think this picture right here is like the Lando picture in this book. Where it just looks like him. And mm-hmm. The colorist is a big part of that. But that, I guess, that particular panel Malieve cared about. And everything else, he's kind of like... Well, no, it's weird. It's on and off. It's like some of these are really great Lando pictures. And some of them just aren't. Yeah. And this... Yeah, I don't know. It's... Lando 6 or 12 or... I don't remember how many people he got involved, but it's the story's not doing it for me. It seems I don't know, kind of tripish. But uh, tripish? Yeah. Damn. You know, like like tripe. Right. Like the innards. Right. This book is the innards, <laughs> but not in a good way. <laughs> but like, yeah, this book is chitlins. <laughs> Oh, God, I hate Chitlins. So this book is slightly better than Chitlins. Like, at least it doesn't smell. And... So... That like, puts it along, like, about two where? Two out of five. Two out of five, wow. But, I mean, also, I... I know a lot of people, like, this is their first look, expanded look at Lando. So... I know a lot of people are into that, but I, I've i seen Lando. Like, I know about him. So, yeah, two, two out of five. It's not good. It's not that good. I mean, it, it has potential, which I guess is something. Fair. 
All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to bring you the latest news, and we'll talk about whatever else is you guys want to talk about. So uh, stay tuned, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. This is Fantastic Forum, only on allgames.com. Hey, yo. Everybody talking Jedi, this Sith Lord, that. Huh. Yeah. I'd rather be Grand Admiral thrown up in this game. Master Tactician. Doing it with class. Yeah, it's like this. Humanoid, you can stare into my red eyes. Cause when I speak, I hold that tone calm and steady. Sit on the throne and so I wait and bide my time. But I keep the Imperial forces there armed and ready. Out in the regions unknown, out there patrolling the zone. I watch the Death Star fall in the shadow of the sanctuary. So when the Emperor fell, invaded it too. Then I assumed the weight that I had to carry. Genius tactician and strategist, the baddest in the galaxy. No Republic could handle this. Studying the art of my enemies, just to better understand. So when they fall, I'm like, yeah, I already knew your plans. Not right, bodyguards, katana dreadnoughts, cloak the perimeter of Coruscant. So better not try to pronounce my chist name, get your tongue tied. And if you speak ill to me, I'll have your tongue right. I'm Grand Admiral Thrawn, servant of the Empire with a plan that never fails. So watch your tone when you speak. You got the force, I got the forces. So come and meet your defeat. Every track that I'm on, I'm Grand Admiral Thrawn, servant of the Empire with a plan that never fails. So watch your tone when you speak. You got the force, I got the forces. So come and meet your defeat. Whatever made the kettle running like one less parsec than the best could ever try. Lose your mind in the spice, my, my words cut deep and my stare cuts deeper. Sitting there in Mount Tannis with my hands around the chest. Hey, you'll forget Talon Car, just smuggler trash. Lower class. Forget the buff, he lost his mind too fast. Forget Mara Jade, got no use for her. I just used my sick tactics, got a noose for her. With a Sparty cylinder and a team of mole miners, I'm the new empire, way beyond those old timers. So when you hear that Imperial March, rest in peace, Palpatine. This for your honor, we chart. Every course across the star maps, crush the new republic. Raise that black flag underneath the setting sun. That's when Rue cut me down at the throne where I sit. Gotta admit, it was really so artistically done. I'm Grand Admiral Thrawn, servant of the Empire with a plan that never fails. So watch your tone when you speak. You got the force, I got the forces. So come and meet your defeat. Every track that I'm on. I'm Grand Admiral Thrawn, servant of the Empire with a plan that never fails. So watch your tone when you speak. You got the force, I got the forces. So come and meet your defeat. And we're back. Fantastic Forum, only on allgames.com. That song is no longer. I hate that Parsec's comment. Why? Because it's inaccurate. What's wrong with it? Parsec is a measure of distance, not time. Oh, okay. It's an old argument. I just not in the galaxy long ago and far away. You don't know. You you don't know. Well, anyway, that song doesn't count anymore <laughs> with Disney. <laughs> I mean, that might be true. <laughs> That might be true. Uh, all right. Time to get some news. Time to get some news. Um, so, let's see. First, um, let's see. We got a lot of news. <laughs> well, we got a fair amount of news. How about that? 
I just have to get to it. I was too busy looking up news to have news ready. Sure <laughs> wish there was a jingle for that. Jingles? You want stinking jingles? I got a stinking jingle. Hold Mark Hamill's going to voice the Joker for Batman the Killing Joke animated film. See? There's a jingle. Oh. No, I forgot <laughs> the jingle. No, it's okay. Let's go. Let's go for it. We'll jingle later. Jingle-ling-a-ling. So, um, he, he's always said that that yeah. would will, will, will bring him out of retirement. Right. That's not what he always said. No? What did he say? Did he, he said do of, the games? He said if DC would pay him what he's worth, he would do it every Joker. Like, he'd do everything with the Joker if DC would pay him what they're worth. But he said he would because the fans would want him in the killing joke, do the killing joke at the rate DC wanted to pay him. Well, I mean, isn't that the same thing, Joe? No, DC should quit being cheap. And although, I will say, we've actually had some really good jokers recently. But, uh, yeah, they should just pay him what he's worth. You know what? He took the check for Flash, though. <laughs> That's true. I'm sure if Flash paid him, they paid him a lot more. It's TV. Yeah, well, like. If people pay him what he's worth, he does stuff. He did Sushi Girl. He did Metalocalypse. I'm, I'm sure they didn't pay him what he was worth on Sushi Girl. Yeah. That fool owed somebody a favor, or those are his friends. Well, they paid him what he was worth back then. It wasn't that long ago. It was like two years ago. <laughs> right. Did it come out at all? It, came, it was like a straight to VOD yeah. kind of a joint. I don't think it ever had a th- theatrical release. Yeah, it's on Netflix now. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch it. I still use my chopsticks. Oh yeah, yeah. Word. So I don't know what that means. They gave chopsticks when we went to the panel. Yeah. Um. So the vacation writers are going to be doing Spider Man. The guys that just wrote this last vacation. Yeah. They also did Horrible Bosses and Incredible Burt Wonderstone. Hmm. That's interesting. And, uh... I mean, that means we get good quips at least, right? Well, yeah, they, they're only writing it, not directing. So, the director has to fit them in, or whatever. Figure out how to use them properly. But, uh... They basically, they talk about why they're, uh why Marvel Studios chose them for the Spider-Man movie. So here's uh, them talking. I don't know who's saying what, but see if you can follow along. <laughs> okay. our, our agent helped get our foot in the door with Marvel, sending them a script we had written and letting them know our track record. And we'd love to move from broad comedy to action and action comedy, Goldstein reveals. Also, it helped that Kevin Feige wanted to draw on the spirit of John Hughes for this Spider-Man. And we had just written and directed a sequel to a John Hughes creative franchise with Vacation. We pitched ourselves to both write and direct, so our pitch included a pretty extensive story outline and appealed to them. After John Watts got the directing job, they came back and asked if we would be interested in doing the script. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see what they do with that. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, I guess I guess that could work. I haven't seen Vacation. Uh, I, in fact, is, it may not. Is it out yet? I think it comes out this week. Yeah, I feel like, or maybe the end of the month. Well, the end of the month is this week, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. So you know, but it looks funny, and we'll you know, Spider Man should be a little bit funny, right? I just want it to be good. Right, well, there you go. <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> we just want it to be good. Like, why can't they get Dan Slot to write it? You know what? I would love to see what his script would be like. Like, just do... Uh, well, I guess they're going younger. But Dan Slot could do younger Spider-Man. No, he can. But I would say just do No One Dies. Do that. That would be awesome. Just do that movie. Yeah. That would be really cool. I mean, especially considering like they're, not, they're saying they're not going to do like an origin movie. Right. Like, it would be really great. And just using the different outfits and stuff. Or big time even, like, yeah, big time would be great. I agree. Or even Spider though, Island. but the only thing is, like, you can't do big time because big time is Peter Parker older. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, they they're but, not doing what I want. But young Peter Parker, you can still do. No, no one, one dies. dies. Kinda. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing stopping you from doing it. I mean, there's definitely I mean, but some. There's all these people that have died. By the time he's older, I hear you. So it's like it's more meaningful when he's older than when he's younger. I mean, that's the whole thing about Spider-Man that I like. It's that he always, especially in younger Spider-Man, mm-hmm. he neglects his responsibilities either for some other responsibility, yeah, or from or just because he's young, yeah, and not it, realizing the effect. It of always that. it always. Uh, fucks up like yeah, he, that parker luck yeah and he, he and he keeps going right. and he piles on that guilt and he, he fuels him right you know and that's what nobody really gets in making these spider-man movies not even like well look we we barely gotten the chance to get there because they're we're too busy doing origin movies right like, <laughs> like, but that's the thing it's even like um yeah i maybe spider-man like the Maguire Spider-Man 3 would have done something like that if yeah, they didn't have so it, many villains in it. Right. <laughs> Even just guilt over whatchamacallit? Harry Osborn. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because that was kind of like that. Like it blew up in his face. Literally. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's just it's just something that guilt and that that, fu- that harnessing of that guilt instead of wallowing in it and fueling it to keep trying to make a difference and keep pushing yourself harder and harder mm-hmm. is an aspect that they never get to do in the movies. Yeah. And that's one of the things I want to see. Yeah. So, uh, in other news, Salt Lake Comic Con won its uh, trademark battle against San Diego Comic Con in, yeah. the, in the fact that they can use Comic Con in their name. Or at least in that specific arena because there's still a larger trademark uh or i should say a a larger um yeah trademark and like uh battle going on that they'll still be doing probably for years comic-con international should be sued for not being about comics yeah i think that'd have to be the people that bring that i guess right but comic-con went over salt uh, went after salt lake Comic Con saying that they have the right to use the term Comic Con 
And uh, Salt Lake fought back and said, nope, Comic-Con, they can use San Diego Comic-Con, but they can't use Comic-Con in general. That's for everybody. That's for the people. They don't even use San Diego Comic-Con, right? They do San Di- uh, Comic-Con International. No, they, they do all that. They, they do San Diego Comic-Con. They do Comic-Con International. They do San Diego Comic-Con International. Like, and so Salt Lake said, hey, let's go to yours, and then we'll do ours, and we'll see who actually has comics. <laughs> but, you know, I think more than anything, they're just like, they like the term that when think people say, oh, you're going to Comic-Con, they're like, that's us. Comic-Con. San Diego Comic-Con right. is Comic-Con. And so they're like, oh, well, you guys can't use that because that's us. And... The judge said nope. And it's like it's it could be them too. It could be them too. Um, I think they just went too long without because everybody calls it Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Like even just saying con itself, it, it they just they went after somebody too late. Yeah, if they would have gone earlier than. Oh yeah. You know. Why'd they go after Salt Lake and not all the other ones? I think Salt Lake is the only one that actually kind of, when you think about it, is the only one that uses Comic-Con in the title. Because well, you have Emerald City, and Emerald City doesn't say, I mean, it is Emerald City Comic-Con, but when they advertise, they usually say Emerald City, or they'll say, like, ECCC. I think Salt Lake also, the logo was similar. Oh, is that what it was? I think so. Hmm. Okay. No, I didn't know that. And then I, I do know that, you know, like Wizard World, obviously they just say Wizard World. Um, you know, I mean, well, what I'm looking at here is like it doesn't look like the logo is similar, but it's just the only thing that makes it similar is that the same way how Comic-Con has Comic-Con as the major part right. of what you see. Salt Lake Comic-Con has that as the major part of what you see, too, where they're like, it, it's Salt Lake smaller and then it has Comic-Con bigger. San Diego, I mean, the logo is the Comic Con is set up totally different, but Comic Con is the bit, the main thing you see. Yeah. So I think, yeah, you might be right, Mo. Like, they're just like, well, you can't brand it like it's Comic Con because we're Comic Con. But still, it's like, uh, Comic Con is just like how, you know, like how they try to, to, uh, get the trademark on the word superhero. Right. That's like, come on, man. Like, every, they're all superheroes. So. Um, a little bit of Cyclops news for you, Larry. I know how much you love Cyclops. I do love Cyclops. It says, don't expect Cyclops to enter X-Men Apocalypse fully formed, mature, and ready to lead Xavier's mutant superhero team. Because Lord knows he's been fully formed in all the other X-Men movies that we've seen. That's Cy- a, oh, yeah. That's like Cyclops. Hasn't he? No. I no. thought in the first one he was fully formed Cyclops. He's lame-ass Cyclops. That's not real Cyclops. Cyclops, real Cyclops is kind of lame ass Cyclops. At least back in the beginning. No, real Cyclops. He's cool now. He was never lame. He was he was unsure of himself to a certain degree, but he doesn't like the movies. Never characterized him properly. Not not at any point. At up until this day, we haven't gotten a decent depiction of Cyclops on screen. So that comment was according to (laughs) Ty Sheridan, the actor who will replace James Marsden as Scott Summers. That guy's a, a. terrible person (laughs) (laughs) who says the character is a bit lost when fans first encounter him in the upcoming blockbuster can i can i pull a moses oh good (laughs) you're supposed to say fuck this movie f this movie 
Almost the same. He says, it's a nice progression with the roles I've played in the past. It's forced me to use everything I've learned playing all the characters I have. Oh, great. My character is angry and a bit lost, which I feel is like is where I've been, met a lot of my characters in these sort of young life transitions where they're struggling to figure things out about themselves. He's now learning about being a mutant and trying to handle his superhero powers. The arc for the character is really cool for me. It's not like I'm just stepping into it and I'm a superhero and it's cool and all with, all, with the suit. You kind of see the progression of this character, where he comes from, and what he has to overcome, and where he goes at the end of the film. It's a great arc. He sounds like he doesn't know what he's talking about. I mean, he's talking about the new X-Men movie, right? X-Men yeah, Apocalypse. They're going to... I don't know. That doesn't seem like the type of movie where they develop characters. Oh, uh, trust me. Like, it, it's like I think it's just the kind of movie where just stuff happens. Well, it's definitely where stuff happens. And, it, and this Cyclops gets lost in this movie. <laughs> Maybe people look for him, but I think he has to find himself. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I, 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 I saw this for a Comic-Con, and I was angry at him. I was like, <laughs> he was ta- no, for real. Like, he was talking, and I'm like, God damn it. Like, this fool sounds like he doesn't know what he's talking about. And then I realized everybody on the cast sounded like that except for, like, two people. And one. it was the moder- moderator was one of them. <laughs> the moderators were terrible, too. You're right. Uh, Even though I think that was Hardwick. He was good. Green Lantern reboot has some news, too. Does it? Yeah. What is it? Listen to this. As Warner Brothers prepares to fully launch its interconnected DC movie universe with next March's Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, Curiosity of the studio's other DC films continue to swell. Director Zack Snyder is following up Batman vs. Superman with Justice League Part 1, meaning that even though a number of standalone films are poised to be released over the next five years, casting is already underway for those lead, those movies' lead characters so they can first appear in Justice League. As a result, we already have our Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash, and Cyborg, but one integral character remains uncast, Green Lantern. The studio has dated a Green Lantern reboot for release in 2020. But at Comic-Con last month, we got our first hint of what that superhero pick would entail by way of the film's title, Green Lantern Core. The consensus now is that the film will be in the vein of a buddy cop movie <laughs> with two Green Lanterns at the center. I hope Ca- when they say buddy cop movie, they don't mean like buddy cop movie. <laughs> Casting rumors have already been swirling with Chris Pine and most feverently Tyrese Gibson, who's been adding fuel to the fire with his not so subtle Instagram posts. Yeah. It says, Well, I was innocent from the beginning. This is a quote I was at home eating a bowl of Lucky Charms in my drawers. My ugly feet were out, and I got about six direct messages on Instagram with photos of me as the Green Lantern. This particular fan who did this fan art said that there was a community of people that had been talking for like a month and a a half about who they think would be the best Green Lantern, and they all picked me. I said to them, I took the oath, and I'm going to commit myself to the process of seeing what's possible. Okay, well... I've already had a couple meetings (laughs) at Warner Brothers, so we'll see what happens. I do believe that there needs to be more black superheroes out there, but that's not even my motivation. I think I would be the best Green Lantern, 
and based on my fans and supporters that spent around six billion in box office receipts, I feel like there's oh, a fan base of fans really? out there <laughs> waiting to see me put on this green suit and do my thing. So I would love to confirm something today, but I can't. We'll just keep following up. I love how he put that six billion out there as if he was like the star of all those movies. Like, look, listen. Ba- Baby Boy is not like half of the six billion. I just wanted to put right. that out there. Like, this is not, <laughs> this is not like Tyrese Gibson-driven vehicles that are making the majority of this money. Okay, like you were in those movies, and I can't knock that he was in these movies that have made all this money. I get it, but if you took Tyrese out of those movies and put a different black guy in there, then that guy would be the best Green Lantern. <laughs> Whoever that guy is, yeah, <laughs> because that guy would be the one with the six billion. Like it was, Ty- I don't, I can't think of that one movie where I'm like, damn, I can't even imagine Tyrese if he wasn't in this. I can't even imagine a movie without him. Like that one, not even Baby Boy. <laughs> you think he I mean, really know? He really knows and really wants to be John Stewart, or does he just know that there's a? He thinks the suit is out. green. I mean, the suit is green. It's black with green accents. I mean, aside from Baby Boy and Fast and Furious, what else has he done? I mean, he was in Transformers. But again, if they take him out of that... You can take him out of all these movies. Like, you can take him out of Baby Boy. Or what about Trans... Or besides Transformers? (laughs) Like, oh, you want more Tyrese movies? Yeah. I mean, just... Let's see. Okay, not Baby Boy, not Transformers, not... Not Fast and Furious. Uh, I'm just saying aside from, because I don't... I'm sorry. Wait, what'd you say, Oz? Oz, what'd you say? Just go to IMDb. Okay. Uh, I'll do that. Because I, like, I, I don't I don't want to hurt my brain trying I'm to really come... I feel like... Wasn't he on, like... In, wasn't he on Four Brothers? Oh, yeah. That was a good movie. It was a good movie, but not because of him. And it didn't make... <laughs> he made like $400,000. Yeah. No, no. I mean, it wasn't because of him that... Yeah. Andre was a lot better than him in that movie. Oh, oh yeah. No, Andre's Look, fantastic. The, the other dude, the British guy that plays the bad guy, was the best one in the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure there's other movies he's been in, too, that I'm not thinking of. But That's crazy. Like, all of his movies, if you took him out... Right. And I mean that's really the case. I mean it's like it's not like you could mess around and say Tyrese is the reason why we're showing up to the box office. It's like you know the closest you get is Baby Boy, and that was what Tyrese in a different time like that was him and, beginning to act. And even if he does have a strong fan base, it's not because of the movies. It's because he posts videos of crying over Paul Walker all the time. <laughs> that that could be the case. I mean, he, uh, you he's know. like Clark Gregg in that respect. <laughs> I, I I don't even want to put Clark Gregg in that category. I feel like I'm like you know what? I I was not a big fan of that dude to begin with, but at this point, I feel like that dude holds his own. Like I I I did not think a, a TV show with him at the center would really have a lot of legs, and I was wrong. He's much better than I give him credit for. You feel the same way about Tyrese, so maybe. No, I don't feel the same way about Tyrese. You're meant to be wrong. All the time. No, no. Like, even you can tell me that you don't think Tyrese would be a good John Stewart. Like, right, Oz? Like, you don't believe that. No, of course not. I know you only know like four black but actors, if, if but that doesn't mean that guy, Tyrese is the one you would pick. I think, like, if you'd he's pick a black guy that is interchangeable in every movie. Then he might do a good job. His Wikipedia won't load. 
<laughs> the internet just like nope, nope. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, I there's other people that like I would I'll, I would almost pick any other black person other than I didn't Tyrese know he was Grammy nominated. Oh yeah, I mean he makes music, people like it. I never heard any of his songs. Joe, you've never heard a Tyrese song. Like, wasn't the Baby Boy soundtrack him? Dude, yeah, I, I never saw Baby Boy. That, come on, that, you never heard Sweet Lady. Singer, Sweet Lady, won't you be my my sweet love? For that was him. A lifetime. That's Tyrese. Man, okay, there you go. That's See? Timberland. <laughs> this fool said that Timbaland is that even a Timbaland production? Yeah, that's one of his beats. Oh, I, I guess I don't know. That was a long you don't time. Like Timbaland, I love Timbaland. Apparently not. If you don't think that that's his beat, it doesn't sound like a Timbaland beat. Yeah, it does. Joe, look, you gonna make me look this song up, and it's not gonna be Timbaland, and then you gonna be like, damn it. I should have just been quiet. Oh, he was in, he was in <laughs> Annapolis. I almost never think I should have just been quiet. <laughs> I would rather be wrong than be quiet. That's not true, Joe. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's just you on that on that uh, that friggin' Applejack. <laughs> oh, that's right. He was in Death Race. See, man, Tyrese is like I be making I these don't movies. Like that movie. He was in Flight of the Phoenix. <laughs> Tyrese is like Dude, I don't believe that. Tyrese, Tyrese, I think I saw that movie. Tyrese, I don't think he was in it. Tyrese is like, I'm, I'm your favorite movie star that you just didn't know was your favorite. <laughs> oh, jeez. It's weird. He's just in movies for no reason. I mean, not he for no reason. He was in Legion. Yeah. Ty- look. Why the fuck was he in Legion? Tyrese. They don't even need a black person in that movie. <laughs> Tyrese makes movies, man. I'm not going to say he's not in movies, but... I'm just like you know, he like by no means. And he's it, not like a terrible actor. Not, not, he's not terrible, but he's definitely not the reason he's that we come to the movie either. Right, like, but the thing is, he could get his job done for the movies he's in. Not for John I mean, Stewart. So Mike, Michael Jai White can or yeah, Michael Jai White can get things done for his movies. I'm gonna go on Change.org and get Method Man to be John Stewart. Man, see that would be tight. Have you I seen mean, the movie The Cobbler? No. <laughs> he shows off some acting chops in that. I was telling Larry about it earlier. I mean, I thought he was great in How High. So it's like, <laughs> I think, yeah, like, I've always had a lot of respect for his acting skills. <laughs> Damn it, Joe. Well, in The Cobbler, he plays, <laughs> he plays basically oh, geez. a, uh, a, pushover old like Jewish guy mm-hmm. that shapeshift into Method Man and he's like seeing himself in the mirror for the first time so he's like oh fuck what do I look you know so <laughs> but it's Method Man doing that performance right. and I was like whoa I was I, I was surprised I didn't think Wait, he... the Adam Sandler movie The Cobbler yeah you saw that but not Ant-Man <laughs> it's a better superhero <laughs> film <laughs> I swear I did not see Tyrese in Dark of the Moon. Dude, that's because it was dark. Uh, in Transformers? I know he was in the Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah, they, those... But I, I don't think he was in Dark of the Moon. Okay, Joe. He's in those joints. It's terrible. So, um, in other news, 
shout out to Tiger Claw for posting a lot of these news stories. Uh, this is a news story that was brought to us yeah, by... Yeah, Tiger Claw. How come there's no more no anime or manga news? <laughs> like, why don't you ever post that? <laughs> why? How you gonna get a Tiger Claw for what news he, he chooses to post? How you get on him for that? He posts what he likes. You should post what you like. I don't know where our group is. Oh, damn it, Joe. This fool's like... No, I tried to find it, but I found the old group. Where is Facebook? Like, I found the old (laughs) defunct group where we're, like, with the picture of us in front of the brick wall. Joe's like, I went to MySpace.com. I couldn't find Facebook (laughs) anywhere. (laughs) Dude, MySpace doesn't still exist. It does. I don't believe that. Timberland owns it. Come on, you can fool me, but... (laughs) Are you you being serious right now, Oz? He thinks Timberlake. Oh, that's a different person... Oz, <laughs> Timberland, Timberlake, same guy. <laughs> they make good music. They do both make good music. Uh, it's as different as land and water. <laughs> Timberlake, Timberlake is the Bizarro Timberland. <laughs> um, that that's a callback to the beginning of the show or the Lando. I guess it's the middle. Never mind. Uh, shout out to Hecht. Uh, he sent us this story. Ted Cruz has landed a little bit of hot water. Uh, Dude, I love that guy. Ted Cruz? Wait, no, I'm thinking of the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> which which guy, Joe? Tom Cruise. I was thinking of uh, Tom Hanks' son. What? Who's who's Tom Hanks' son? He's a rapper. Chet Hayes? Yeah. Chet Chet Hayes? Yeah, I love that guy. What? He puts Wait. a ski pole in your peephole? No, 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 it's not that much love. Wait, wait. No, Chet that's Hayes one of his lyrics. Uh, is the white guy going around saying it's okay for him to use the N word? Right, yeah. that's why I like him. And what? He's going to be the new. Because he's okay. Slayer. He's okay with that, but not. Yeah, Slayer? But we don't, Slayer's, Slayer's alleged yeah, racism. Slayer, not, not even actually hey, racist. Look. Using the, the word nigga in a racist sense is not good. Using it. In a camaraderie sense, is fine. He's like if not, Slayer comes up to me and like, "Hey, Joe, you my nigga," and I'm like, "Hey, Slayer, you my nigga," like we could be niggas then. Nah, but it's like, I don't well, like it. yeah, I'm not really a nigga, but I don't like it. But <laughs> me and Slayer, me and Slayer could be niggas. Like, See how even in camaraderie, he didn't even want to acknowledge that for himself. <laughs> I don't yeah. like it. That's how you know he's full of shit. Right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like, I don't like being called a nigga. Like. I don't like. I don't I, like it. I don't even like using the term. Really, I mean, <laughs> except we are the Apple Chat. <laughs> That's the fastest Joe flip flop in the history of Fantasma Forum. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I I do use the term racistly. I know. Like, I've heard you. Like I don't know. Sometimes I, I cringe. I don't like. He's like, like niggas. Like it's like when he was talking about you losing the camera. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> right. Damn, Joe. But it's like I feel like you're being racist. Sometimes I am. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could call me out on it. Uh, you know what I'm not gonna do? I'm not gonna apologize for my racism. It's like <laughs> much like Slayer. <laughs> yeah, if you want me to stop being racist, be a better people. So wait, why is Tom Hanks' son okay because saying the N word? I don't like that blacks think they're the only one that can use it. Plus, I think if everyone uses it, it takes away the racist connotation. I don't think that's true. You know, I've always been about taking away things by bringing in more. 
You know, <laughs> I, I actually, you know, like years ago when I was saying we should legalize all drugs so that we stop uh, the cartels. Yeah, it's like if drug use is legal, then that puts a whole bunch of people out of business. Right. right. The criminal element out of business. Right. More importantly, not just, you know, not hardworking people that are counting grams of coke in sweat houses <laughs> and watts. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, like, I'm all about... They won't have a job. <laughs> I'm all about white people using nigga in a non-racist way because I think, yeah, I think it's better... I think it takes away some of the power of the word, um, a word I don't give that much power to begin with, and I don't see why other people do. I mean, I do kind of. I mean, it's just laziness. <laughs> like, nigga is so lazy. It's like, <laughs> I want to be a racist, so I'm just going to call you a nigger. Like, that's lazy. We talked about that before. It's like, if you want to really be racist and work hard, like go put on blackface, or like yeah, or or just don't be racist. No, hey, I mean, you know I, that would that's be asking the for too much. <laughs> yeah, but that's asking for too much. Okay, but so are you gonna call Tyrese an N word when he's like butchers the Green Lantern? Nah, I don't really do it for things like that. Like, yeah, like I I'm really. Sp- there are certain things that you could do where I'm like, damn, you fucking nigger. But it's like, bad acting is not one of them. Like, I'm not that kind of racist. I'm like, racist where it counts. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> you are making things what worse. It? It's like, you're making things worse for everyone else. You're a nigger. Jeez, Joe. I know, right? Man. I swear, nigger. You see why me. we haven't tapped into the mainstream? I feel like. I feel like this is actually a Tom Hanks' son's fault. That's <laughs> who I'm blaming. Oh, what? I've been all about white people saying nigga for, like, the longest time. That I know, unfortunately. It's like, I know at one point I was like, it would be nice if black people stopped saying nigga and the only racist white people say nigga. But then it was like, well, that doesn't, like, blacks aren't never going to stop saying it. I so let's let everyone say it, and then we we'll take away the race. Dude. I hear niggas saying nigga all the time. It's like I mean, I'm not saying it's not. It's like, not. I hear it too much. I'm, I hear it too much to think that it's gonna go away. It's like the word the. Like <laughs> I, I hear it too much to think that it's ever gonna go away. On a very special Fantastic Four, right? So the more you know, go, my go, nigga. Going back to Ted Cruz. <laughs> That's the title of the. Oh jeez. <laughs> of this episode. Ted Cruz. Uh, has gotten in a little bit of hot water for naming, like somebody asked him who his his top five favorite superheroes are, because apparently or supposedly, Ted Cruz is is like into this stuff. I did not know that about him, but uh, yeah. he got my vote. <laughs> but the the New York Times Magazine published his top five uh, superheroes, and he told them Spider Man, Wolverine, Batman. Iron Man and Rorschach and picking Rorschach as one of his top five has sent people into a tizzy. Isn't he a Republican? He is a Republican. Well, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Look, I... I Wait, what? There's no gray area. It's all black and white. What's wrong with Rorschach? Dude, 
honestly, I don't get it either. Because, I mean, I know that Rorschach is not, like, all there. But Rorschach is kind of like the only person in Watchmen that actually, like, gives a damn about the little people. Right. Yeah, he he's, in Watchmen, he is the one that's like, yeah, you said it better than I'm about to say it. But, <laughs> but, but no, he's like the like, moral center. He's the voice of reason. Like Even though he's the crazy person, right? Right, like he, yeah. He's yeah. the voice of reason. He's the, the only sane one in an insane world. Right. And he kind of comes off as insane because he is the only sane person in an insane world. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Yeah. Yeah, he's a great hero. And he's like the only... And he's one. smart. Right. And he's the only one that remains uncompromised in the end. Right. He made one compromise. Which one? Where he didn't uh, kick the shit out of uh, that guy with the cancer. Oh, Moloch? Yeah. Well, but he beat him up. No, he didn't. He didn't beat him up? No, he was like... uh, He basically told him, look, turn yourself in, and if you don't, I'm going to come back. I mean, is that really a compromise? Wait, did he say turn yourself in? I don't know. I remember that being the big compromise. Like, if it had been anyone else, like, he would have, like, went off on him. So, yeah. So, like... Moloch was great, though. Man, he... That scene was, like, amazing. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's like, so, everybody kind of got on him uh, for saying Rorschach... Uh, here's a couple tweets. One says, Ted Cruz's favorite superheroes, Carnage, Venom, Rorschach, Bane, Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I like Carnage. Uh, another, <laughs> another one says, Ted Cruz's fifth, fifth favorite superhero is Rorschach. That's like listing your top five guides to parenthood and including a modest proposal. Um, Ted Cruz really missed the point of Watchmen. Rorschach is a satire on psychopathic, violent, right-wing superheroes. And yeah, yeah, but that's he's not, right. Like, but it's he not, was the only one that was like killing the, all these people is wrong, right? Right. Like, and he was the one that was like, even though his methods were a little messed up, fighting the good fight, right? To the like, end, to the end, right? Like, even like, after they everybody killed him because he wanted to save all these people, right? But also too, like, even after they passed the act, where you're like, okay, no, no more superheroes, superhero ban. Like, he's the one that's like, I don't give a damn about a band. I'm about, I'm about to go out here and, like, clean these streets up. Right. They can arrest me if they want to come arrest me. <laughs> so, you know. But. Like, I think that guy missed the point of Watchmen. Well, you know, a lot of these people that are mad don't read comics. And and, and then on top but of even that. even in the movie, it's like. Wait. Did it come across in the movie? I feel like it, it did. Oh, yeah. It comes across in the if movie, If anything too. came yeah. across, yeah. what well was that? Yeah. Like, the only thing they change in the Watchmen movie is the ending. Like That's not how. the only thing. What, what else did they change? I feel like there was, like, two things. I think the, the the pedophile, he, the, he killed them differently than in the book. I need to watch it again. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. No, it's a great movie. Um... And I need but to read the book again. You should. I want to read the book and watch it at the same time. Dude, that would be so awesome. We should do that. Yeah. And, like, cool. do commentary. <laughs> wow. That's a lot doing the stuff at once. Like, you know. And we should also, like, juggle at the same time. 
Joe's okay, now it's time Joe. for wrap up music. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but also too, I'm kind of like Wolverine is way more off base, I think, than than Rorschach. Like people act like Wolverine's sane, but I mean, he's not really sane. He can well, be I mean, sensible if, though. And he's from the movies. But the movies aren't the character. Well, it just depends too, because if you'd like talk to Wolverine during Civil War, like he makes a lot of sense too. Yeah, but I'm saying Wolverine has a lot more questionable things. Oh I think, yeah, in his like Wolverine has killed way more people than Rorschach. Did. Right, and innocent people too. Right, a- and yeah, people people only know these characters from the movies. I'm pretty sure he only mentioned these characters because he saw the, the movies. I mean, hey, and that that but could be the watching case. Watching Watchmen enough to make like Rorschach one of your heroes? Yeah, like your top five. If you've only been watching the movies, yeah, I I don't think so either. Like, no, I think so. If like, I mean, I just don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, it's easy for me to identify because I'm in comics, I'm reading right. the books, I'm watching the movies. But the thing is, there's not that many Rorschach books to really be like, oh, that's not. Well, I mean, how they're it's... just Watchmen, right? And before Watchmen, oh, if you yeah, count that's those. true. You but should. I forgot about those. Yeah, honestly. most people did. Before Watchmen was great. Says you. I mean, yeah, and everybody else that read it. So I think, if anything, he probably knows Rorschach better than anybody he mentioned in that list. You think he knows Rorschach the best? Well, yeah, because all you need to really do is you know watch the movies. Cause the movie does a really good job. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if he read the book, that's it. And if he read before Watchmen, even better. But I don't think... I think if you only read... Because at one point, there was only Watchmen. If you only read yeah. that and think he's your favorite superhero, that's that's it. Yeah. You, you know, it's it's fair. Yeah. 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 I th- like right. I s- big big man in chat says if people wanted to hate on Ted Cruz, there are a lot better reasons than this. That's the truth. <laughs> That's the truth. What are you gonna say, Jay? Oh, I'm on the site, but I don't think it's like a good site. But it's talking about the whole incident. Oh, they say that he wasn't wrong to call Watch Rorschach a hero. Right. Yeah, I don't think so either. But I think this is. I feel like this is one of those like those bad sites that I stay away from. Like, oh, sorry. Like xvideos.com? No, I go there all the time. <laughs> like, this is one of those bad sites, like, the ones that have, like, the Coon of the Week countdowns. <laughs> like, Coon of the Week? I never heard of that. Jeez. We should have that <laughs> on Mondays. Don't say that. Joe, Joe will do it. No, I won't. Like, that disturbs me. I don't know, like, honestly, a lot of my racism is, like, on the top, it's it's on the surface, but he's grown so much in this episode. Deep down, I love everyone, but, so, like, (laughs) except niggas, and Slayer, (laughs) Slayer. like, I could talk shit, but, like, just a coon of the week is uh, too much, like, yeah, all right, Oscorp, final thoughts. Watch Pixels at Man. <laughs> okay. You can do that. That's okay. Jay, final thoughts. 
Um, do I have a final thought? I'm not sure. Um, I started reading the Morose Mononokian on Crunchyroll, and I'm probably going to talk about that next week. The Monroe's Nanokian? Morose. Oh, of course. Got it. Alright. Close Magnum. Final thoughts. Um, go watch. Go listen to the soundtrack of the movie for Watchmen while you read the comic. Mm, that sounds good. Yeah. Cool. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you guys so much for taking the time out to hang out with us and to listen. We do appreciate you guys, okay? Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, in the meantime, if you're looking for us, you should go and check us out on Facebook at our Facebook group. Or you should go check us out uh, on Twitter. We do that, too. Um, or you can always like just come and... Uh, where else can they check us out, bro? I feel like I'm missing one. Instagram. Instagram. There you go. Freaking IG us, yo. IG us. Uh, that sounded weird. Sorry. And Tumblr. And Tumblr. Wait, we're on Tumblr? Mm-hmm. Like pictures and shit? I mean, I don't run it, so. <laughs> there. We're on there, but I, I ran it for a little bit, but I haven't been active on it. So until okay. I still I forgot to give you those pictures. I still need to give you those. Cool. And we're out. Up in the sky! Look! It's a plane! It's a plane! It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com.